What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the second episode of the Party Wagon Podcast, where we talk about all things Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the past, present, and future. I'm Eric from the YouTube channel No, You Grow Up. And I'm Brendan from the YouTube channel Brendan's Rambles. Today, we have a lot of toy talk to do, but before we get into all that, uh, what have you been up to, Eric? Not a lot, so just really working hard on trying to get all this stuff done for the podcast. So I knew it was going to be really daunting, and it is even more daunting than I thought it was going to be. So just editing two different versions, an audio version and a video version, just taking up a lot of time and cutting up clips like that, and then just figuring out how to distribute all that stuff. But probably going to get back to making a couple YouTube videos and stuff like that this weekend. Um, I want to do my opening for all my non-Turtles-related figures and stuff like that. And then I also just got the not Leo figure. So I'm pretty excited to open him up. And I'm definitely going to do a review on that one. That figure's just gotten a ton of hype. And so many people called it figure of the year that I just couldn't not pick it up. So I'm very interested to see what that figure is all about. But what about you, man? What have you been up to? Well, I feel bad because I haven't been doing as much for the podcast. But you do all the editing. You like, did a lot of work. Stuff. You did a lot of work beforehand. So like I said, I felt like fucking Affleck before this started. So... Yeah, well, I mean, now you're like you're editing all these these clips, and I'm just taking the exact same clips and uploading them to my channel. So, <laughs> our clips, man, I'm doing it for us. Like I said, you did a lot of stuff before we started, so I feel like this is how I'm kind of paying you back for all that hard work you did in the beginning. Well, I've been working. I haven't been working as much on. You know, I plan to get some videos out. I haven't been working as much on like you know stuff for the podcast because you've been covering all that. But uh, you know, I have I've recorded a video, top ten turtles figures of the year. I'll get that up soon. It'll be up by the time this you know, this podcast comes out. And I, I want to do one on uh, top 10 Nintendo games at some point. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some content finally coming again at some point, other than just toy hauls. You know, mostly working on the game still. Uh, got, uh, don't remember if I mentioned this last time, I got my first music tracks finally done for the game. I'm really just trying to go full speed ahead and just really get the coding that needs to be done to get the trailer gameplay footage ready. Cause I just want to get this thing out there, man. Like I just, it's, oh, yeah, man. it's, it's about, it's about damn time. So yeah. <laughs> hopefully definitely before 2023 is over, that game is going to be known on the internet. Like it, people will be able to, I don't know if they'll see it. The so trailer. you think it is going to come out this year? Or at the least it's going to be not, off this year? The game is not coming out this year, but the trailer is definitely going to come out this nice. year. I've been saying that I said that two years before, but this year it's like, it's so close. It's like, there's really no reason why it can't be done yet. Like I just need someone to, to just, you know, get the coding that needs to be done. Most of it's already done. Get the extra little tweaks to the gameplay and stuff that need to be done. A few more enemies and stuff. So I can just show off the gameplay scenes I want to show off. But as soon as that's out, you're going to hear about it here. Uh, you're going to get a link yeah, yeah, here. We're going to blow it up everywhere. We're going to plug it. Yeah. I'm plugging this podcast. So uh, I, I, you know, I thought up this thing in 2010. I've been working on it nonstop since 2018 or 2017, really. There is no way in hell I'm not plugging the hell out of this game any way I can. So, yeah, what are you guys like doing back in 2010? Like, <laughs> I wasn't doing anything, but I was thinking this thing up and kicking it around yeah. in my head for like seven years. Yeah, whether you guys like it or not, you're going to hear about this damn game. Yeah, other than that, really just it's been, it's been a lot, I guess, with the podcast happening and still want to do YouTube videos and, you know, just doing artwork and working on the game and everything. It's, it's just. My schedule's a little more crowded than it was before, but I can manage it. And it's all fun stuff at the end yeah. of the day. So if yeah. you have a, a plate full of work, it's a lot better if it's fun, creative work as opposed to, you know, fixing someone's plumbing. <laughs> so like you know, there, there's good work to have and there's bad work to have. So I can't complain yeah. too much. So like that's kind of so I just had a 15 day vacation and I probably worked harder in that 15 days <laughs> than I ever have at any job ever. Sorry, Ben. 
And like, it just, yeah, when I just, when I'm passionate about something, like it just, I don't know, man, I just get this fire in me and I just want to go, go, go. Like I definitely get in like a manic state. Like I was probably only sleeping like four or five hours and I'm pretty during the week when I'm working, I try to get seven hours if I can. So yeah, I yeah. Just, like I said, man, I just I really want to get this going. I'm just really excited about it. And I had a blast doing the last one and really excited to do the second episode. Yeah, me too. Man, I was looking I've been looking forward. This is just fun. It's like I said, it's it's technically more work, but it's kind of not it's just hanging out and shooting the shit with a friend. So it's like yeah. Yeah, this is the easy part. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I just do the easy the, part because like, like again, it's all the post production is where the work kind of comes in. I mean, we did a ton of work beforehand to get ready and stuff like that. But now that I kind of got all the logistics and stuff figured out for how to get it distributed, like everything is going to run a lot more smooth. So. I'm just really excited to get this out there so as many people can see it as possible because I just think it's fun, man. Like, I think everybody that's listened to it has just given me such good feedback, and it's just been so awesome to hear. Like, I don't know, just even people that aren't super into turtles just seem to like our back and forth and stuff like that. So, yeah, just cool to hear that. I, I don't know. I'm just really happy with how that first episode went. Like I said, like I told you, I live in New Jersey where people aren't so nice. So I don't <laughs> think... I don't think any of my friends and family are really going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, definitely not my family. They're not going to listen. Yeah, uh, so like, I always thought like the Midwest hospitality thing was kind of bullshit because I mean, I know a lot of assholes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But my family and friends are very supportive. So you don't know assholes until you live in New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess unless you live in New York, then you're like, dude, you think New Jersey is bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, I guess let's just dive right into it. We've got a lot of toy news that has come out recently. And, I, you know, the, the meat of this video is going to be us discussing Super 7, the good, the bad, the ugly. There's been a lot of other toy news that has come out. Uh, just like this, you know, when this comes up, it'll be about two weeks, you know, old, this news. But for, for right now, this news kind of just hit a lot of it. The one I want to get into first is, so we talked about the McFarland toys. Uh, for the Mutant Mayhem Seth Rogen movie last time. And now physical toys have leaked for this movie, but they don't appear to be McFarlane. No, I'm not sure who's making them. It's hard to, they're kind of blurry pictures, so you can't really make out who's making them, but it doesn't really look like a McFarlane logo, and it doesn't really look like a Playmates logo either. So I'm very thrown off. Like, for anything to leak, it's kind of surprising that it was these figures because honestly they're not even really figures they're kind of something else it looks like yeah like i was saying because we were looking at them before we started this and i'm like well you know i was noticing the thing with the two fingers on them like they, they seem like tech decks like yeah, yeah. they seem like it looks like a controller so i don't yeah, know i don't know i don't know, yeah, if, it's so I don't like, know if it's gonna like mimic what you're doing with your fingers are you gonna be able to make it pop and ollie and stuff like that like it seems like yeah. it might be a little bit more than just a regular remote control vehicle but there definitely seems to be some sort of remote control component to it yeah i think you you play with your fingers the thing i'm wondering though is like if you plant a turtle on top of that how the hell do you put your fingers there like a tech deck if i think it's two separate things so i think i think there's the toy and then i think there's that tech deck thing as the controller and i'm assuming it's going to be some sort of touch you can't can't see what i'm doing with my hands in this pan here (laughs) but i'm assuming it's going to be some sort of touch so like i said i don't know if you pop on the controller if it'll make the toy pop like you would a tech deck that's kind of what it looks like to me unless maybe we're making it sound way cooler and it's just like right (laughs) it might might just be fuzzy sound effects from the movie like cowabunga or something when you press right that's the other thing exactly anytime you get to (laughs) your finger through the back it usually is to make it say something stupid like that especially these days so well it, it, it's got to be better than the vintage talking turtles that's for sure because 
Dude, the, that's the one thing I haven't heard one of those talk in a long time. Do you have any of them? I have uh, Michelangelo, but I don't have the talking strips. He has oh. his weapons, but he doesn't have the strips. I had them as a kid, but I can't even say I heard them talk because I put the strips through them fast. I put them through slow. It was just when I put like, like I couldn't hear shit when I put those strips through them. So. And that's the thing. I don't remember even what they sounded like. I can't remember if they were bad <laughs> or good. I like my I, that's something that just has been omitted from my memory. I can't even think of what they sound like anymore. I got them like brand new. I remember I was in Vermont staying at my grandparents' house. My brother and I both got them. I think it was, I want to say it was Raph and Mike were the first ones we got. We had all of them, but I think Raph and Mike were the first ones we got. We might've got all of them all at once, actually. But we tried them out at home. And, no, because we definitely had Don early on. So I think we got all four of them right away. You know, we tried doing it and we're trying to get it through. And we're just like, <laughs> and we're like, we're kind of like, what is this? And I, I remember my mom, my grandma came in. They're like, what, you, you can't get those working? And they started saying, like, you probably have to put them through faster. And you put it through and it's like. <laughs> so it's like, we, like, like all of us, like four of me and my brother, my mom, and my grandma just kept putting them through at different speeds, different ways. And we just couldn't get them to talk. And it was like, they were just making you sure you weird. weren't putting them through backwards. We tried flipping them in an upside down <laughs> and right. It just sounded like they were f- like possessed and fucking Beelzebub was like talking to us in some old like Latin freaking. <laughs> it was just, it was like, rah, 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 rah. like they, they didn't. It, they were supposed to be saying like you know Cowabunga Shredhead or something right. or like, but it didn't sound anything like that. Like Pizza Time or something, and it, it just sounded like a bunch of gurgled demon stuff. So. So other people say they got them to work. Other people said that they sounded remarkably good for such weird technology. But I, my experience was like they didn't sound like anything. But anyway, these new ones probably just talk. And I don't know if the turtle. Do you think the turtles come off the skateboards, or do you think they're permanently attached to the skateboards? I would guess they probably peg on. But again, if it's something that can actually like pop and ollie and do stuff like that, maybe they are attached so they don't fall out. Because they definitely don't look like they'd be too fun on their own because they look like they're five POA and they're kind of, they just don't look like they're really positioned that fun either. You know what I mean? They look like they're yeah. meant to be riding a skateboard and that's about it. They're essentially just larger reaction figures. <laughs> yeah. Squatted the down thing, in that skater pose. The thing that makes me think that they do pop off the skateboards though, is the fact that they have leg articulation. I feel like if they were meant to just be mounted on the skateboard, they wouldn't put okay, leg yep. articulation on yep, that. Be, there would be no point to put a hip. Cause um, again, it looks like it's just like a swivel or something. It doesn't even look like a hinge or anything, but that makes sense. Then yeah, they wouldn't put that in there. So it definitely probably does come off, but I'm assuming it's going to be real limited play with those things. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but for the designs, we this is our first look. This isn't like leaked concept art. So last year we got concept art. I did a whole video about that on my channel last year. And I didn't like a lot of them. I thought Raph and Leo looked the best. Leo was the best looking, but I thought Raph looked okay. Don was atrocious. And Mike, I hated Mike's design and that concept artwork. I have to say, Don, you know, he's not the best, but he looks a lot better than the concept artwork. Uh, in the action figure in the concept art where he had like a buck tooth like sticking out on the side of his head it wasn't even like a nerd like because you know they're trying to make him look like it's yeah. a typical nerd and it's like they always have to give him the buddy holly glasses the black frame glasses now right. but then like the buck tooth just seemed like seth rogan like still thinks of nerds in like the 1970s hollywood <laughs> version of nerds like it's the nerd from greece or something and it's like 
like that's not that's kind of an old world way of thinking oh he's smart he has to have buck teeth and pimples and like you know like so but the thing is on the side it doesn't create like like the middle would create more of the nerd look the side is like a snaggletooth yeah like a hermit like hillbilly like you know sits on his he only has that one tooth just to open yeah. the ear and like he just you know sits there with a shotgun all day. Like like it, it that doesn't create the illusion that he's a nerd. It makes him look like a hillbilly like right. stereotype or something. So I'm really glad that I can't see the tooth in the promo artwork. Hopefully it's gone. But Mike, I, I said to you, you know, he, we both he has a hamburger head. <laughs> His face is so wide. He looks like Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese, exactly. <laughs> exactly where my mind went when I saw him. <laughs> I remember because I told you like his head looked like a, like a cheeseburger, and you're like, I didn't want to say that because I didn't think, didn't think you would get the analogy, but it's exactly what you were thinking. <laughs> it's like it's funny that was just where both of our minds went, and his head it's just so wide, his eyes are like a, like two feet apart, and it's like it's he's I don't know, he's just weird looking. He looks like yeah. Hey Arnold or something, and his head like like we we said Don's head's a little squat too. But Mike's is just so large. It's like yeah. twice the size of the other turtles' heads, and he's really skinny. And uh, uh, the thing I don't like about Raph is his his torso is just like a rectangle. It's just a box. There's like no shape to it. But Raph looks pretty good. Leo definitely looks the best. He looks yeah. like he looks. Great. I don't want to say he looks just like the '87 cartoon. He looks like. Do you remember in the 2012 cartoon there was a crossover they did? where the turtles from the 87 cartoon and, and Krang were in it. And they were in CG. They, they, he looks like how the 87 cartoon turtles looked in CG in the 2012 cartoon in the crossover. So they did like their own little kind of turtles for everything. That's what he looks like to me. Cause the eyes were kind of dead in those yeah. ones. They kind of had dead eyes and that's kind of how the toy looks, but Leo looks the best, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he, like I said, he looks the closest to what, all of us ultimately want i mean we know that's really what the case is but it's like the thing with mikey i just hate that all these like tropes have developed like with raft the skull cap with mikey yep. he's always the smallest one now he's the run and again they always kind of in the i know like the michael bay movies like he he just even looked more like Quasimodo than the rest of them did, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know yeah. why Mike always just seems to get done dirty in these new iterations. He does. And in the Michael Bay ones, he just looked like crying Shrek or something. Like, he, he had <laughs> these, like, big blue watery eyes, but then, like, this monster ogre face. And it was just like... I remember I actually got a comment. I said that in my movie reviews that the turtles looked like Shrek. I got this angry comment of someone saying, like, Shrek is awesome. Saying they look like Shrek isn't an insult. And it's like, okay, Shrek Shrek looking like Shrek is fine. Exactly. The turtles, the turtles shouldn't look like Shrek. Yeah. Like, I wasn't saying Shrek was, you know, like, not a good design. I was saying the turtles shouldn't look like Shrek. So I'm sorry for that one major Shrek fan I offended. But uh... you, know, you just never know who's out there. <laughs> yeah, you never know who's really in these Shrek. niche fandoms. We think ours are small, but that shrek killer freaking base is just yeah real I mean, strong that guy must be happy right now like oh man they made some boots too shrek five come <laughs> on shrek five <laughs> yeah like i i just i don't mikey always looks the worst i even thought in the 2006 movie i thought he was the ugliest design uh because again he had kind of that wide eye thing like his eyes were really far apart he had this really like toothy horse mouth kind of like i don't know he was like again like raf and, and leo look the best raf and leo always look yeah. the best yeah the way i can describe it you know with like most of them is raf and leo always look the best 
Donnie looks experimental. Like they were just trying new shit with him. And then Mikey just looks like a disaster. That's basically how it always goes now. <laughs> Again, because we're kind of getting back into those tropes. So I feel like whenever they design the turtles, they'll design Leo first and they just make him mm. like the status quo normal. And then they'll yeah. go to like Raph and they're like, okay, we'll make him a little bit more bigger and Jack now. Mikey a little bit more runty. And then Donnie is just kind of all over the place. Like he's been tall and skinny. He's been a lot of different things. So I think it was the, the, have you ever seen the, um, the Batman movie crossover? Yep. Yeah, dude. First of yeah. all, not to get deep into that, but that's like one of the raddest, like most slept on movies <laughs> ever. Like the comics are awesome. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a scene that happens right off the bat. And I was like, damn, this is going to be a regular Ninja Turtles <laughs> movie right here. Um, Just real quick. The, the entrance of Shredder in that movie where they mimic the, the, the 1990 movie where he falls down wow. in slow motion. And that's yeah. so cool. And then seeing so Batman cool. versus the Shredder was like a dream come true. It's like, oh, dude, that's an I awesome want to watch that. This movie. I haven't watched it in a while. It's definitely going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's another topic for another time. But anyway. Yeah. You were saying Donnie, they made him tall and skinny in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so in that version, he was just, like, super tall and lanky and stuff like that. And, again, that... that Honestly, I I hated his design in that movie. He he didn't even look like a turtle anymore. He just looked like... I like that movie, but that, that Don design was just not working for me. Like, he looked... He looked. Have you ever played, you know, the Neverhood or Skull Monkeys or no? Those claymation. I know where you're going. It's made by the same guy who made Earthworm Jim, and uh, he's a claymation guy, but he has like a long, tall head. Yeah, his name's Clayman, and he has like a tube for a head, and like he's like. That's what Don looked like to me. He looked like Clayman. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, because again, his head looked like a freaking like time lapse pillar, a time. time release pill is what it looks like it was just so tall like that's the one instance where mikey wasn't the worst design character because other than that the other three turtles look pretty cool and he's the only one that kind of has a weird design in that one i think raf they went a little overboard with trying to make him look like he's real big like mean and nasty yeah he looked cool but i think actually in that one mike and leo were the best looking ones i think yeah yeah, I'd so say Leo, Mike again, and- Leo just looks the most normal. He always just looks yeah. the best. I just wish they all just kind of look like that. And again, if you want to differentiate them, go back to the color swaps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know why they all have to look different now. What's wrong with all four of them looking the same? I'm, I am all for usually like varied character design. I like, it usually bores me when there's a cast of characters and they, they all look exactly the same, you know, I never got into it. I'm not judging anybody who did. I know there's a lot of guys who did, but that last, my little pony show, no interest, <laughs> <laughs> but um, every character was essentially the exact same thing. Like, for, cause like, you know, I saw at conventions, I'd see the characters everywhere. I'd see them in like merchandise. And it's like, this is the same damn template, just like copy and pasted, just like different color, different kind of hair, different ass tattoo. And that's like it. And it's like, so I, I, I can see how I grew up with the turtles. So I'm used to them looking the same and I'm okay with it. To be fair, I, I do think it's a little uncreative to, you know, have them look exactly the same. So I'm okay with a little bit of differences, maybe like different faces, maybe like, you know, Raph might be a little beefier than the others. Yeah. Donnie might be a little skinnier and a little taller. But I don't need them looking so different that like you can't even tell they're like the same no. like, brothers. Like it was like the Michael Bay ones. It's like I don't know. Like they just tried so hard. Right? Like Donatello had like a Super Nintendo controller on his arm and all this shit. And it's like <laughs> like they just had so they were like wearing like just like every possession they owned on their body. Right. You know? It was like like they were just trying so hard to make them look unique. And it's like a lot, I mean, the most successful versions of the turtles are usually the ones where they look pretty simple, actually. Yeah. So 
And again, that's what I, I just, that's just kind of what I just always like. Just keep it simple, stupid. You know what I mean? And just always works the best. Those original designs. And again, I know I'm never that person that's always going to be like, give me the 87 turtles again. I'm not going to like anything else. Again, I still have those turtles. New designs don't take those away from me. So it doesn't bother yeah. me. You know what I mean? But yeah, it just, I just wish they would just, I feel like they're just overthinking it now. It Definitely. seems like. Yeah, so I, I guess that's all I have to say about that. I just it's so weird that they're not McFarlane. So it's like, so what the hell is McFarlane doing? If uh, like how many companies are merchandising this new movie? It's all over the place. So, and again, uh, if it's if this is like a radio control thing, I could see why it's going to like a more niche company. You know what I mean? Because again, I couldn't tell you who makes radio control vehicles or anything, but I guarantee you that's not technology McFarlane sitting on. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So for something more like this with a play feature, I can understand it. And again, even though like I. I, I might just get one of these just I'm kind of interested in the play feature I just kind of do want to check that out but it's cool that they are trying something like that again because again even if it's not for us that's the kind of shit that could get kids back into it you know what I mean absolutely because, again that's like what sucked us in as kids with stupid play features like <laughs> look at like you said that talking turtle barely worked but we still loved it like yeah. pizzas tossing turtles like Everybody lost all their pizzas, but we still love those. Like, yeah, and like you said, you were gonna say the sewer. There was the sewer launcher vehicle and all that right. stuff. There was crazy. There's a pizza launching vehicle, the retro catapult. Like, yeah, just crazy stuff. And I'm, I mean, I'm, the thing is, it's just still weird. Is I just don't get why Playmates isn't making these because back in the day, play. I, I remember having so much turtle stuff, and most of it was made by Playmates. Like a frizz, a Leonardo frisbee I had, and like you know, just all these like little like bath toys or like you know little like walkie talkies i didn't have all that stuff but like they made all kinds they made like a watch that like the playmates made like a turtle's watch and stuff and it's like they they have the resources to make all this you know memorabilia they just they just don't they don't make anything anymore it's so weird again like that kind of has been their bread and butter is just re-releasing stuff but that is more of the stuff i would want as well i would love it if they put out like the watches the water bottles like all that stupid yeah, exactly. crap again like i would eat that up i would buy all <laughs> that stuff and again like th- that is kind of the more stuff that i would be interested in but it is just again like we hit on very hard in our last episode perplexing that like this just really seems like a time where playmates could be just really dominating and this kind of yeah. segues into what we're going to talk about next because it looks like they're going to re-release some more six inch figures that were done in the old molds but yeah. the triceraton definitely looks like the same mold but i feel like the shredder that just got shown off kind of looks a little bit different i don't know if there's different tooling going on but he looks slightly better than the last one they put out i i want to say it's just a paint job that's different uh that it's the same sculpt because i don't i hate to say this but i don't really want to give playmates more credit than they deserve <laughs> <laughs> they probably didn't make a new sculpt. It's probably the same thing. They just did new deco. Uh, the Triceraton looks a hundred percent like the same figure. Uh, I, I'm I compared them. to the same one. It looks exactly the same. Yeah, I, I compare them even like the same colors in the same places and everything. Like it's definitely the same one. But the Triceraton was also brand new just last year or two. Whenever those two packs came out, it was brand new. So that might be a sign that they're planning to make a whole line out of these and they're going to start doing, you know, like uh, uh, Ace Duck and Mondo Gecko and all these characters like in this style. But I kind of wish they didn't, to be honest. I kind of wish they just started a fresh line 
in the style of the last Ronin figure they just made rather than this line that nobody really likes expanding on it. Cause you know, this is that same old line they've been retooling for a while with a, where the turtles are like taller than bebop and rocksteady and like bebop and rocksteady are just weirdly shaped. They don't look like the actual bebop and rocksteady. They're kind of weird. And like, it seems like they're trying to do more of the tune thing and NECA's already hitting, you know, knocking that out of the park. So like, Playmates is not going to do a better tune line than NECA. No. So it's like, I kind of wish they just, they did new takes on the classic characters in the style of the uh, last Ronin figure they made. And that's the direction I would want them to go too. Because again, why try to do what companies like NECA and Super 7, like the Playmates can't beat them. There's not a chance. They just, that's just not what they do. Like they make toys. NECA and Super 7, we call them toys, but they're not toys. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. something different. And with their 6-inch line, too, that's the thing that drives me the most nuts is the scale. I hate that the Turtles are so much bigger than Shredder and Bebop and Rocksteady and the Triceraton. Like, that's what almost bothers me about that line more than the actual sculpts and stuff themselves yeah. do. And if they do just, I mean, if they want to blow this line up and make it a 6-inch single-pack line that it looks like they're about to try to do again like i've pretty much refrained from buying all those six inch i i've bought the original ones that came out in like 2012 or whatever and i've since sold them because again i hung on to them and they just i don't know they just didn't do anything for me you know what i mean yeah. i didn't look at them and i'm just like these are just something i love having in my collection like i just knew i could find something better to put on the wall than those i almost bought the bebop and rocksteady from that but i'm like i just don't like the way they look because at the time we didn't have like you know a tune accurate bebop and rocksteady yeah. we didn't have super seven bebop and rocksteady we had that was like the first Beop and Rocksteady figures we had had since like the 90s. So it was like, you know, my, my inner child was like, buy it, buy it. It's Beop and right. Rocksteady. But I'm just looking at it, I'm like, it's not Beop and Rocksteady though. <laughs> like, it's not. It's, I think Rocksteady looks even worse. Like, he's got this really little head and like, yep. yeah, they're definitely just, a little, they're definitely a little bit more stylized. We talk about these figures in 2023 but they came out i mean at this point was it like 2012 i don't even know when they did come out but at i the want to time, say it was around then yeah so at the time there wasn't NECA like there is now there wasn't super yeah. seven like there is now like it was the only thing and it was a much different standard then too you know what i mean so i guarantee yeah. if i would have saw those on the shelves now or not sorry if i would have saw them on the shelves in 2012 i would feel much different about those figures than i do now absolutely that's even like i think playmates themselves were the ones doing it they tried to do like movie figures and then secret of the use movie figures and stuff back around like 2015 i want to say like there's just no comparison to what NECA's made at this point yeah. like NECA's are just they look like the jim henson suits just shrunk down mean, and you get to own it <laughs> it's like, I just, those are that's the and again not to go on a NECA tangent here but those movie <laughs> figures I can't ever see those being improved on. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't yeah. ever imagine any movie figure is going to come out that's going to be like, I don't want these NECA figures anymore. Like, I, I is the articular, the original ones especially are a little stiff and the articulation isn't great. But as far as the sculpt and design goes, I think those are possibly some of the best action figures of all time. I think so. Definitely, the, I think. You know, I'm always going to love the vintage line the most, but as far as just speaking objectively, I think those might be the best Ninja Turtle action figures ever made. I think so too. Um, like that's, that's the one, and again, since there's not as much volume as there in for the tune line, it's one of the 
only lines that I've ever doubled up on because like they yeah. are just, I mean, there's just something special about those figures. And I definitely haven't talked about them enough because I've been waiting to get the secret of the ooze figures. So I could just go all in on everything at once. NECA just does something so special. Like, I don't know why Playmates even wants to try to do anything against them. Like, anyone with yeah. common sense should just say it's a terrible idea, especially when, again, we just keep coming back to this because it's definitely what they should be doing. Like, they should just do their niche thing and make four-and-a-half-inch figures with updated articulation, and people would go ape shit for that. <laughs> yeah, they would. I think they really would. I think that's the problem is I don't think NECA, I'm not NECA, Playmates. Unfortunately, I don't think they have the compassion for the brand. And I don't think they have the creativity for the brand anymore to, I don't think they do, do. to do their own thing. They're just seeing like, well, let's do, let's find an easier way to do what this company already did better. And it's like, you know, like we, we touched on this last time, but like the Playmates, they just gotta, they gotta do something. Cause you know, Ninja Turtles is their flagship franchise like that is what put them on the map uh that is what made them like huge in america then again like we said last time in the 90s they did earthworm gym figures they did you know the, the star trek next generation figures they did toxic crusaders they did so many figures in the 90s just all from the popularity of ninja turtles and um now it's like they're not doing anything like at least like mattel there's, they're always putting out Barbie. They're always putting out right. E-Man. You know, they're always putting out Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels aren't going anywhere. So, no. you know, Hot Wheels has done more with Ninja Turtles recently than Playmates has. And that's right? Mattel. So it's like, yeah, like Playmates just has to do something with Turtles. And I don't think these six-inch figures is is it. I don't think this is what they should be doing. No. And like you said, I, I think you touched on something really – it's something I've thought about before, too. I would be very interested to go to Playmates HQ and just see what's going on there right now. Because in my head, I picture one lawyer sitting next to a phone, answering it and going, yes, you can sub-license our brand. And that's their whole company. <laughs> like, I, 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 I can't imagine they have a ton of great sculptors with them right now. I can't imagine. Like, so. again, what the hell else is even out there? I can't tell you any Playmates toy that's out there that I can be like, okay, this is know. a modern toy that looks cool. You know what I mean? Because I, I think Turtles has to just be keeping them afloat and they're just sitting on it because they know if they lose it, they have nothing. Even if they're not doing what they should be doing with it. If playmates loses turtles, I think that's the end of playmates. I think so too, honestly. And I mean, we're living in a, a time where if they really do suffer enough with turtles or they do have to go bankrupt, they might end up just selling the entire license to NECA or somebody. And like and, NECA okay, might be so here's the thing that worries me about that. My biggest fear is that Playmates goes under and Hasbro scoops the license. That is my <laughs> biggest fear in the world because, and again, I'm not going to say fear because I don't want to be somebody that, I'm not pissed about toys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just want good toys. I just want as many opportunities for new fun toys as possible. This and is the I kind know of shit that keeps me up at night. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I know you're not into Hasbro the way I am, but I buy a shitload of Hasbro action figures. And I mean, some lines like G.I. Joe are pretty good where they don't really have a lot of QC issues. But my Marvel Legends figures, I have, especially as of late, had a lot of QC issues and stuff like that. And that's just what worries me is, I don't know. I feel like Hasbro is a company that is just going to keep 
trying to squeeze every penny and their stuff's just going to keep getting worse and it's going to keep costing more. And I would just hate to see turtles go there. I've heard a lot of complaints about QC issues with Marvel legends from people. And I've heard a lot of complaints about the power Rangers, uh, was a lightning collection, I yeah. believe. Is like the mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of complaints about lightning collection from people yeah. who like they, they love what they're doing, but they don't like how they're doing it. Basically, the, the, a lot of weird issues. And again, like Power Rangers is it's probably one of the most niche things I would say. Like as far as the videos I watch, it definitely seems to have the least amount of attention on it and stuff like that. But yeah. it, it, again, for me, like because I only collect the Mighty Morphin stuff, and I think they all look pretty good. I know like some of the helmets aren't accurate and stuff like that, but it is more so like that's a brand where they really care about mighty Morphin and everything else is kind of an afterthought. So yeah. with that community, the people that aren't the mighty Morphin fans, they are constantly pissed because they do get the raw deal. Like they definitely don't get as much attention and their figures don't get as much attention to detail either. Yeah. Well, I mean, they should at least be happy. They're getting them. The people who like 2003 turtles, they're not getting shit right no. now. <laughs> it's all for us right now. It's all for the OGs. So uh, I have heard the Mighty Morphins, though. There's the more expensive monster figures that are bigger. And a lot of those, the paint deck goes really half-assed. Like It's just lacking is what it is. Like, the sculpts look good. Those figures yeah. look really cool. Like, And again, I don't nitpick like most people do. You know what I mean? Like, I really do have more of a childlike sense about things where everything is awesome. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not to that extent quite. But, like, the um, eye guy, for instance, like, he just needs a wash or something. He's just all white with eyes. Like yeah. he literally has no deco over that white. And that's but what a also lot of people... like 80% of those pupils aren't even painted also. No, They're exactly. It's black. just like, but again, that figure just, it has so much detailing in the sculpt that it probably, if a top tier company did that, that would be like a hundred dollar figure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it has a lot of potential. And again, it's just too much to be, doing for them right now i feel like yeah pumpkin wrapper they didn't paint the eyes and the nose and the mouth and stuff he's my least favorite out of all of them so far probably yeah they they didn't try but then like uh pudgy pig he looks great yeah pudgy pig not really good so uh it's a mixed bag pudgy pig's a little simpler i think than i guy i guy you know painting like a hundred individual eyeballs is a tall order. It's it's a lot. I mean, you feel him. He's just textured too. You know what I mean? Like it's like they're, they're bubbled out. Like he, if he had a good wash, he would be one of the coolest figures for sure. But yeah, yeah, talking way too much about power Rangers, getting back to turtles here. Yeah. Uh King Sphinx that was lacking on the paint also, but anyway, uh, (laughs) uh, yeah. So I guess the last thing for turtles we'll talk about that has come out is the pre-order for the Mezco one twelfth scale figures uh, came, went out, on Big Bad Toy Store to today, I believe. But, you know, yep. this is going to be not today by the time this goes Yeah, so out. this will actually be three weeks when we're recording. We're actually <laughs> recording this one a week earlier than planned, too, because I'm going to be busy next Wednesday. So this might be very old news at that time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 400 bucks for the lot just seems pretty steep. And I that was the price point that I foresaw, again, Back to Power Rangers, they just put out the Power Rangers, and they came in a little bit cheaper, I think. I, I know they weren't $100 a figure, and I, I just had a feeling that the Turtles were going to come out $100 a figure. And yeah. are, are you familiar with Mezco as a line? I, I know of them. I know uh, – I don't – I've never collected Mezco. Uh, you know, the Turtle ones, they look so good. They look, like, amazing. 
but it's more of the four turtles. And like, I, I think I already said, like, you know, they make like 30 unique turtle figures a year. Yeah. So it's like, I, I I'm not going to spend a hundred dollars on each turtle. Like uh, maybe if all four of them came for like 200, I'd look into it, but you know, you're thinking 400 for them. Super seven. We'll talk about super seven. Their prices are already like through the roof. Yeah. And for a wave of four of them, it's like a little more than half of what they're asking for those four figures. So yeah. in when you look at it that way, it's like Super 7's already an expensive line and they're almost half the price of these. Right. So I, I'm just, I, like, after I buy a Super 7 wave, I'm always like, oh, my bank account's going to be hurting for right. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but, it definitely yeah, but these Mezco ones, like they look really good. I love the express, like Donnie's face. He's just got this shit eating grin on his face. He just looks so cool, but... And like even just the, the the paint deco on their shells and everything looks so good, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna pass. I'm not gonna get them, especially no payment plan. Like I'm not paying four hundred dollars raw right on the spot. Like I'm right. My stance on Mezco has kind of been what seems to be the popular opinion. Most of their figures, like the draw, is their soft goods. Like that's kind of Mezco's thing. That's like what sets their figures apart. Is they yeah. all wear soft goods. Yeah. Yep. And even just their, like their whole outfits will be like spandex and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I'm of the opinion, I think they look like dolls. That's just what they look like to me. Like, they just don't look like action figures to me. Like, I just, I don't know what it is. Like, I like soft goods on things, but just the way those figures typically look, they look like dolls to me. They look like just the most updated version of Migos, kind of, is what I kind of always looked at Mezco as. So when I saw the tease for the Turtles figures, it had me more intrigued because there's no soft goods. You know what I mean? They have the belts and stuff, but that's really yeah. probably the only thing that, and I'm sure they'll probably be real leather and nice and stuff like that. But I knew these were going to be sick because again, they do a good job in sculpting and stuff like that, but I knew there wasn't going to be the soft goods. So I was really interested to see these figures and they definitely looked almost exactly how I thought they would. They, I don't know what the style is because it's not really anything that's ever been done before. It looks, it, it's kind of, so the alternate heads that come with the super seven figures. And again, we'll transition into that here soon. Um, That's kind of what they look like to me. You know what I mean? Just really like kind of scrunched and wrinkly is kind of like yeah. what they look like, like just kind of more like lines in the face and stuff like that. Very comic booky. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of like they're drawing a lot of inspiration from a lot of places. It feels like, and they definitely do have their own feel like we already think super seven is a high price point for a six inch figure a hundred dollars is nuts yeah and to be fair super seven is more around seven inch to be honest uh that's true yeah they are a bigger figure yeah super seven's sizes never match any other company's no. scale they, they don't they don't scale with anything no. else which is you can't really play. keep like if you wanted to mix and match hasbro NECA, i feel like that's not too bad but yeah, yeah. super seven figures just stand out even posing them on a shelf like again i i kind of i'm not too crowded but i crowd like just you have to have so much more space for those figures to display too. You know what I mean? You can't really pack them in like normal six inch figures. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I have a whole separate section. I've showed in my videos where I just have like tiered, like little shelves. I put up that I just put like three or four super seven characters on a shelf because it's like, they, they, they take up all the other shelves. They just hog the whole shelf and they, they don't scale with anything else they'd just stand out and look awkward if they were on the shelf yeah. with other figures uh, so final thoughts on that mezco i agree i've always thought they just look like dolls yeah. 
they're like Mego, like you said, they're Mego. I always said Mego, but like Mego, they're just those, just like with more articulation and detail. Yeah. <laughs> so. so again, they've never really done anything for me, but these turtle figures do look sweet. But I mean, for me, $400, like that's a chunk of money that like I don't spend easy. You know what I mean? No, I don't know me if, up to this point if I ever have spent, oh, arcade one-up cabinet is probably the single biggest like nerd purchase outside of like an actual legit new gaming console that i've ever yeah. spent money on that you know what i mean but for four hundred dollars cool i just don't think they fit that bill you know what i mean like four hundred dollars i've paid you know a lot for especially some of the vintage figures you know scratch hot spot yeah. shogun showed i got them new in a package not too much not that much it was under three hundred dollars that was like that's insane to me like that that blows my mind yeah, that was like 2017, I want to say, 2018. That's crazy. That That's just tells crazy. you like how quick that line <laughs> yeah. blasted oh, up. Hotspot was not in his package. He was a lot more money than that, especially you consider I had to buy the accessories separate. So he, yeah. he was a pretty penny. He, he ended up being more than Scratch just because I don't have Scratch's accessories. Hotspot, yeah. I have complete. So uh, nice. But the thing is, all those figures, payment plan, except for Shoat. But again, he was under 300. And also, actually, I used a gift card. Someone for Christmas gave me an Amazon gift card. So I was like, <laughs> perfect. Uh, but all the other ones, payment plan. So it's like, it's not that bad. But I, I would never pay 400 up front for a figure. For, no. Or and, even and like again, a not, collection of figures. Yeah, not for that. If it was like, I mean, a Braille or something like that. Like if everyone's like, here's this Euro variant shutter for $400. <laughs> of course, I'm going to take that for $400. You know, oh, and I'll yeah. figure it out. I'll sell something real fast to get that $400. If but, it's something crazy, like it's some character I love who never gets merchandise or something, then it's like, okay, yeah, you got me. I'll, I'll do. I'll find a way. Yeah, like if, if it was something crazy, then I would. But you know, just the four turtles. Like I have a lot of turtles. So. No, exactly. And again, I don't for how sweet they look. And again, as we get closer, maybe FOMO will kick in. And again, I don't know how because the other thing people say is that Mezco figures tend to sell out pretty fast. But do you think yeah. these are going to sell out quick with the forty dollar deposit and stuff like that? I think they will, and then I think they're going to flip for even more. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I think they're going to flip for. They're probably going to be like close to six hundred dollars for all four eventually. Yeah, that's crazy. But, and then when you add in shipping and all that, it's like you're going to be paying like seven hundred dollars for for a few for, for a few turtles. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Man, it's and they're little guys too. So. All right, let's move on to Super 7. Uh, this is the meat of the episode. This is what we're going to talk about because I don't want to say everyone's talking about them because it's quite the opposite. Most people aren't talking about them anymore, but um, there's a lot to be said about Super 7. There's so much good and there's so much bad that can be said about Super 7. I don't think I've ever had an action figure line in my life that I've wanted to love so badly. And I like I love it so much. But it has so many flaws. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it depends on the figure. It varies. But, and at first I was cutting them a lot of slack. I do love them. I'll just get off the bat. I'll just say, I do love Super 7's TMNT Ultimates. I still love them. They look amazing. And, you know, I just did my video that hasn't gone up yet at recording this, but of top 10. And a lot of Super 7's made it into top 10 Turtles figures of the year for me. But I've just had so many QC issues and stuff with them. And with like season, I'm not season, wave, you know, five, especially mostly wave five. A few issues with eight, well, wave six, but wave five was was bad. And, you know, I, I've had some issues with them before, just like the, 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 
we'll get into it. But uh, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yes, on Super 7. So, one of my most popular videos is a video where I talk in great detail about how much I love the NECA 2 line and how much I love the Super 7 Ultimates line. And going into this year, after the first four waves had been put out, so I think I got wave four in January or something like that. Going into this year, like, after those first four waves came out, they were, I mean, it, they were definitely my favorite action figures of all time. Like, I, I love the original Playmates line. Like, it has that nostalgic love that nothing else can ever give me. But Super 7 is that line, but remade for what I want now. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. just literally was, like, I, again, because I started, like, I just gotten into NECA 2 and NECA movie figures and stuff like that. And then these Super 7 came figures came out. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, what are these? Like, this is exactly what I want. They look exactly like a Playmates figure, but way cooler. Yeah. And I, I like, I just, I couldn't have more good things to say about them. And then this year, like I said, I got wave four in January of 2022. And I pretty much, I got Slash in October, I think. And I got Krang in October. Those are the first two figures that I got of the fifth and sixth wave and then everything else i actually just recently got i got it all from entertainment earth on sale my thoughts again i i still love the line but i definitely i'm shocked at how fast one round of opening figures changed my mind on an entire line of figures that's pretty much exactly what happened to me and i had heard people complaining about them at first and I was thinking, like, oh, come on. People are exaggerating. You know, Super 7 makes good stuff. Stop stop dumping on them just because they're a smaller company. But it's like, no, the complaints were warranted. Yeah. So I, I do have to, I guess, back up. So about how, like, how I got into the line. Because that's actually interesting you mentioned that. I think we actually both initially wanted something different from this line. So when I first saw them announced, I, I didn't care about them. I was like, I already have the vintage figures. I guess this is cool if you don't have the vintage figures, but I already have them. I don't need this crap. Like, I already have the vintage ones. And I just thought, like, you know, like, they're charging so much. I'm like, I'm getting the NECA ones. Those are unique. I'll get the NECA ones. I don't care about the Super 7s. It wasn't until I had them in hand. I, I got, I originally, I was like, I'm just going to get Bebop and Rocksteady when they come out. And I pre-ordered Bebop. But in the time where I pre-ordered Bebop, I ran into Baxter in a store. And I got Baxter and I instantly fell in love with it when I had it in hand. And I'm like, okay, this is so much cooler than I thought it was going to be. And uh, then I picked up uh, Raph, but then I picked up Splinter. And then you know, by that point, it's like, okay, I'm collecting the whole freaking line at this point. But what I originally wanted, I, I still kind of lean this way. I think the biggest way to show how we disagree on this line to, to a certain extent is the Gorilla Gorilla figure. I believe in a video you said you didn't like the Like it's not out yet, but it's coming out like I think in June or something. Yeah. But I believe you said you didn't like that figure because you wanted something more like the traditional Sergeant Bananas rather than what they gave us. Yeah, because that is, like I said, that's what I want out of the line. Like, I mostly am using the original head sculpts. I know a lot of people say, like, the original Turtles ones look weird, but when I look at my Raft figure, it literally, I feel exactly the same as I do when I look at that Playmates figure. Like, I, I don't know what it is. The very first time I got that Raft figure in hand, just looking into his eyes, like it just looked exactly <laughs> how I felt when I looked at my playmates raft when I was a kid. I, I can't explain it to you, and I know it's very pathetic hearing a grown man talk about an action figure that way. Hey, man, you don't worry about just, that around me. Right? Nerd here. <laughs> <laughs> but it just struck a chord with me. And like you said, like I thought they looked cool from the promo images, but once I got because I actually I think Glow Baxter was the first figure that I got. 
And oh, yeah. Especially for the wave, like that wave one, like he was the hit out of that wave, I would say, because he was just, he was what that wave or what the line represented to me, just taking those Playmates figures and blowing them up to what they should have been. Like the characters that they had to scrunch down and make small to fit in the blister, they could start making them big. Like in my mind, looking at that scrunched Playmates Baxter, I didn't see him as big, you know what I mean? He looked like a small squatty character, but again, it's just because he is squat. Like if he stood up and spread out, he would be a lot bigger like that. And I still, I keep mine kind of a little bit squat to keep it in that Playmates like homage but i don't know i just the gorilla gorilla like i said it just it mostly makes me worried that they're just and again i don't know if this is a good time to jump right into this just where the line is going and stuff like that they just seem to be on a very steady trajectory and to me it just seems like one person was running the line and then all of a sudden somebody else just took it over and just took it in a completely different direction you know what i mean yeah like I feel like the first dude was like, all right, nostalgia. And this other dude's like, hey, I think this figure's cool. <laughs> and they didn't really know what was going on. Like, I, I don't get it. It just it just seems like such an abrupt shift. And then yeah. once wave nine was shown, like an abrupt shift back. You know what I mean? I, I want to talk about wave seven, eight, and nine individually and kind of like rate them. Because uh, I have a lot to say about all of them. Those oh, are yeah. Of- I mean, we can go into great detail on everything. Yeah. Don't worry. Like I said, those you, are the you, waves you're that- still an hour on Super 7. I got a lot <laughs> to say on Super 7. So <laughs> Those are the waves that haven't been released yet, just for, like, people listening. If you're not, you know, knowledgeable, that's, like, the ones that have been shown off but not released. Because Super 7, they love showing off stuff that has not been released. So, right. Uh, um, we'll probably we'll get them within the next decade at some point, I guess. But so Gorilla Gorilla, see, the thing is, I think, first of all, I think it's a legal thing for whatever reason that, that there seems to be. I think some it is. Of, I'm pretty sure that's what yeah. I've heard around the grapevine. Sergeant Bananas must have, they probably dropped the um license on it or whatever, and somebody else probably picked it up. Most likely probably. is what happened. I, I know there was like a little, I think, Funko minifigure, like a little big headed, not the pops, but a little big headed figures that came out. I don't know if it was Funko, but it was like a little, like, you know, a vinyl pop thing that was like this big final figure i should say the blind bag things that came out about six years ago or something that had sergeant bananas in his vintage playmates design hmm. uh oddly enough of all the characters you could pick they picked yeah sergeant bananas so i think that's why supposedly gorilla gorillas from like this magazine comic i never even freaking heard of it you know like i i think pride in being a big turtles fan like i don't know what the hell this comic is like i'll admit defeat this time it's like i don't know what this is you got me I have to be honest, I'm really hyped for the Gorilla Gorilla figure. I think that's my that's the highlight of that wave for me personally. And I think that's because I do love the nostalgia. I do love the plus versions of the, of the vintage figures, but I do also want something new. And uh, I've had those vintage figures my whole life. Nothing's ever going to replace them for me. So I, I feel like I'm kind of just buying, here's the, not quite the, the, you know, they made the big versions in Playmates for some of their figures. Here's the medium version of the Playmates figures. And it's like, they're cool. Some of them are, you know, very cool. But I always use the alternate heads because I, I don't think they look bad, the old heads. I have Leonardo with the, the retro head, but just because I thought that his alt head looked too much like Raph's and I want Raph to look the angriest out of all of them. Yeah. But, um... I just want something new. And uh, I think the nostalgia for me is just the fact that we're getting a Sergeant Bananas figure. It's like, oh, wow, this character's back. But I, I'd like to see like new takes on the characters personally. Like that was one of the things that kind of bothered me about, you know, Mutagen Man's great figure. He looks awesome. 
but I kind of wish, you know, he had like some sculpted, sculpted green slime in there and they painted the skull and they kind of redesigned him a little bit, painted all the organs. They're just trying to make him look identical to the vintage one. That's cool. That's going to get the most nostalgia out of people, especially people who don't have the vintage figures anymore. It's like a way for them to kind of reclaim that nostalgia. But for me, I just, I kind of want a new twist on them, I guess myself. And, uh, Gorilla Gorilla is kind of what I want. To be honest, I like Sergeant Bananas. He's not my favorite vintage figure. He's a little plain. He's cool, but I feel like of, even of all the characters from Wave 4, that's a weird one to pick. Not Ground Chuck, not Dirtbag, not Chrome Dome, not, you know, I mean, I guess Walkabout would be a weird choice, but, you know, <laughs> not Worm. I want, Worm's like probably one of my most wanted he's, Super 7 figures. Well, I think he's number we, one. We, we can talk about that later, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, all right, so you just said so a lot of things I got to touch on there. Um, so, all right, start since we were on Gorilla Gorilla, we'll start with that, and then I'll say what I want to say about Muckman. We so. got a gorilla, gorilla for sale, <laughs> and he's twice um, the price of everybody else, <laughs> right? So, okay, so that's one thing. So, a lot of things about Gorilla Girl. Um, <laughs> he is higher priced, and the thing about that is, I mean, he looks enormous. Like the other figures in that wave look big, but I don't think people realize like. He's probably going to be twice as heavy as any other figure that's been put out. If you look at his bazooka alone, it's about the size of that Donnie figure. Like, I bet his yeah. accessory has as much plastic in it as a turtle figure does. So yeah. he is going to be a beefy boy for sure. Like, that it might be my draw to it, especially because, again, I feel like that's kind of what really sparked this line anyways once people started getting them in hand and then they're like okay these are sick i think that might be if people start getting gorilla gorilla and they're like okay this figure is big and beefy and awesome you know it <laughs> might sway me a little bit because again I, I i do i do buy into hype like like i said i got that not leo figure because of the hype everybody was talking yeah. about it i had to check it out so that could be the case when gorilla gorilla comes out another weird thing so have you ever noticed your Sergeant Bananas figure says Gorilla on his lapel or his well, pocket? You know, what, you know what I think is funny is it doesn't even say Gorilla. It says Gorill. There's no I don't even know there. if I noticed that then. I guess I always just <laughs> fills in the rest with my brain and didn't notice it that. It Gorill. I don't know if it's because they couldn't fit Gorilla when they were etching it in or something. I it was. <laughs> it just says Gorill. But it's spelled, I believe, like Gorilla Warfare, like Gorilla, not like because yeah. you know the character's Gorilla Gorilla. So. Exactly. Yeah. It's the yeah. So that's so again, it's very confused. Like these figures definitely have some sort of spiritual connection, I feel like. You know what I mean? But they're like definitely you said, but... the same character to a certain extent. Yeah. Like kind of like how you know Ray Filet can also be Man Ray or exactly be Ray. What I was gonna say. They're all the same guy, really. Yeah. So I feel like it's probably whoever made this comic could didn't get the rights to use the name Sergeant Banana, so they just called name it up their own name. But the other thing I don't get though is they say he's from the Amazon. What where the hell do they find gorillas in the Amazon? Like <laughs> you'd think like if it would be like a jaguar or something from the Amazon, like not a gorilla, it's from Africa, but whatever. I guess I've never really thought about that before. <laughs> Yeah, and then what you said about Muckman. So, again, looking, or if you've ever seen that video where I talk about very in-depth about how much I love Super 7, Muckman at that time, he was my standout figure from the fourth wave. Like, for those first four waves, I, I still think he might be my favorite figure. We'll see if when I do my top ten and stuff like that. But He's still mine. <laughs> yeah. That figure, the Playmates one is by far the most ambitious sculpt that was in the main line 
far and away. Like the detail that is in that figure, like no other figure has that much effort put into it. And Playmates, not, not even the uh, not even the Mega Mutants, the big ones. Like no. he doesn't even have as much detail. No, <laughs> nobody does. Like Muckman is like again, he is just the standout figure from the line. Again, I didn't definitely didn't appreciate him as much as I did when I was a kid as I do now. But you hated that manhole cover on his yeah, head. Yeah, just told me nuts, man. I just wanted that off there. Just give him a regular <laughs> fucking foot. But uh, yeah, when I got that figure in hand, it just the Super Seven one. That is to me what really epitomized the line to me it was taking what those original sculptors envisioned and playmates couldn't afford to do and then bringing that to life like i you i never knew how much detail was really in that figure even just looking at it without the deco it's hard to tell you know what i mean and yeah there is just so much put into that sculpt and like i said that's just what i want out of that line i want these figures i love and then i just want everything brought out of them that was intended to be brought out of them when they were originally made by Varner studios. And I can't remember the other studios that was in on it too. I, I agree to a certain extent, but like, I just, I just want something a little new too. So for example, I love the Muckman figure. Muckman is an easy way to get me to love. If you do <laughs> playmate style Muckman, you got a, a, a win for me. They did a stupendous job. Everything about him is awesome. Even the fact that like his eyes and stuff look like wet and stuff the way the paint is done. But that's the thing is like they didn't add a single detail. It's all the exact same details that were on the vintage one. So now the flies are like really big on him and they're painted like really like stark black and white. I kind of wish rather than doing that, they added more bugs, like small, smaller bugs in greater quantity and kind of plus the figure in that way instead of him having these freakishly giant flies on him. I and mean, he looks he looks amazing. I feel like an, an asshole complaining about Super <laughs> 7 Muckman because, like, I I would never – if I was a freaking toy designer, I would never sculpt something that amazing. No, but I just Yeah, I kind of always wish they'd plus him a little bit more. Like, I feel like Slash is plussed. Like, the texture on his belly and everything, mm-hmm. like, everything about that Slash figure is just more than the vintage figure. Whereas yeah. uh, some of them, I feel like they just do the same with more articulation and larger size. And uh, uh, I just wish they did a little more like new creative artistic spins on the characters to a certain degree uh, for a lot of figures. But sort of like a lot of people hated that Krang had the very metallic bubble walker for Super 7. I actually really like the way that looks. I think that the old, the vintage one, I'm nostalgic for it, but it's so flat and it's, uh, it, it just kind of like this. I feel like that's plussing it. Like now it actually looks like machinery. It actually looks like this space age technology. Whereas in the old one, it, it looks like Tinker Toys. I, I, I kind of like it when they do like those little pluses here and there for the figures to like be like, you know, we're not going to do them exactly the same because we can do them better now. Sort of like when you look at their accessories, like, there's no reason why Bebop's trash can lid can't be metallic paint. Like, cause you, I've never seen a trash can like that, like classic metal trash can that has like a dull flat paint, right? Yeah. Flat gray, <laughs> dark gray paint. Like what you want metallic, like Rocksteady's gun, you know, the wood, there's like little like handles. They could have made those like brown, like wood. And they could have made like gun metal, like a nice dark, like kind of shiny gun metal. They didn't. It's just the same flat gray as the vintage toy, and the, the the knife is all gray. It's not like you know metallic handle, I not blade, and then you know maybe like a black wrapped handle or something. It's like they 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 kind of do. 
I don't want to say they do the bare minimum because they're going above and beyond with these figures, but I, I just feel like it's not so much a lazy thing as it is a, like, we can't change these figures too much kind of thing. And I really wish they would change them more. But that being said, there's always the risk when you change stuff that you're going to turn people off because I, myself, I have to say, I'm not a fan of how they changed screw loose in the upcoming figure. If you look at the original sculpt of Screwloose, look at him on the package where he's fully colored. He's not just like the, you know, the one color figure. Then the artwork, he's not wearing that black domino mask in the vintage figures. And the new one, he they so they just wanted to make him look like Robin, I think, in the new one. They gave him like a reddish shirt, green pants, and a domino mask. Whereas the original one, he's supposed to have like, you know, a dark orange shirt and like a like bluish pants and no domino mask and stuff. And I think like they just kind of, Change then, and you know, that you could say that's plussing him, like, like, like exactly what I said for Gorilla Gorilla. But for me personally, I don't like the way they changed him as much. I still, still gotta buy it, still looks great. I don't like it quite as much, but to someone else, that could be like a huge improvement. So, that's the problem with changing it is you're only plussing it in the eyes of some people, other people are like, you're taking away what I love. So, if someone really loved the vintage Sergeant Bananas with the full camo costume they're probably feeling that same way I am about screw loose about gorilla gorilla. So it's a complicated topic. So it's like, it's probably for the best to just stay close to vintage to please everyone. I personally wish there was a little more, you know, creative freedom in, in the line. But again, with screw loose, sometimes I don't. So uh, it's also like, you know, I, I just, I've wanted like a true vintage Playmate style screw loose. Not like the little unpainted slug figure we got with the classic. I want like a true screw loose. I've wanted that my whole life. And we got the, the, the tune one from NECA, but it's like, yeah. I want one that's like, like the style of the vintage one. And now we're getting him, but they did such a weird spin on him to make him look like Robin that he's not really the screw loose I wanted. I never thought of screw loose as being Robin, even though like clearly knowing that is dressed up like Adam West Batman and stuff. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, it's an iffy subject. So. so I definitely don't mind some of the changes that they made later on. And that's definitely kind of the shift that started to happen once they hit wave five. Because like you, I liked the more metallic paint on Krang's bubble walker. Like, I'll get into that figure in a bit. But again, I like, I love the aesthetics of that figure. He looks great, but it's just a broken figure. And it, that was definitely the biggest bummer out of everything for me was that Krang figure. Again, I have no issues with the way it looks. I like how they gave us the two different Krang heads. I know you had an issue taking out your tripod and yeah. busted on you and stuff like that. But I mean, I got mine sitting on my desk right now. You know what I mean? And it's just like a bonus Krang head that I feel like I have. Yeah. I don't mind it. Cause like you said, with slash, he is a little bit plus he's got texture and he's got bumps on him and stuff like that. And then just yeah. the scarring on his shells. Like I, I love the way that figure looks. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not bothered by the dark green. I kind of like it a little bit. I, like I can it, see why people... I like it better actually. Cause again, I like it to be a little different, but I just think it makes him look more menacing. It makes the, the bright color. Exactly. Yeah. I, in my head, like I, he kind of looks like the color of the 2012 one. And in that one, he's yeah. supposed to be a little bit more of like a badass kind of, you know what I mean? He was, uh, he was Corey Feldman in that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just, I don't know. I liked that direction when they started to go with that. I didn't have a problem. I liked the solid Playmates aesthetic, but I didn't mind when they started doing that. But I know there are definitely some people that probably would love if they just stuck with that Playmates aesthetic. 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know exactly what I want out of this line. I just know there's a lot of things done in waves seven and eight that just were, I don't know, just a little too much outside the box for me, I guess. I think that, yeah, that's a good thing to get into. So we need to talk about what people want from this line and what, for whatever reason, Super 7 thinks people want from this line. And uh, we've both covered this in videos on our own channels, but, you know, I'm not expecting everyone to listen to this podcast to be a veteran who watched every video on my stupid YouTube channel. So (laughs) they seem to have this idea that what people want from this line is to get the Holy Grail figures from the Playmates line but uh, like finally be able to get them without having to pay like $600 or something for them or $1,000. But uh, like I always say is like no one really has a nostalgic connection to those figures because most of us didn't have them growing up. Most of us didn't have Scratch. I, I told my story how I was standing in KB, a whole wall of Scratches, and I was me and my brother were like, eh, we'll get them some other time. We didn't care anymore at that point. Like no one cared about like scratch i think has he makes a bit more sense because he's a unique character so he's grown more of a fan base but no one like really has a nostalgic connection to you know Raphael in a soft goods trench coat or you know home jersey white jersey uh basketball donatello or michelangelo metalhead whatever the fuck like that thing like the <laughs> Like where they just went crazy with the whole line of like, these are warrior turtles. Like they're just repaints of robots. No one knew that stuff came out. Most people were out of the line at that point. And if they were, they don't don't have nostalgia for those figures. The figures people have nostalgia for are ones we haven't gotten like rat King general trag. Like those are the figures. uh, It's inexcusable that we're nine figures in and there's no rat King. Like rat King is one of the most, important characters from turtles he's in every iteration except for some of the movies it, it's just like they think everyone wants these like weird you know holy grail figures but even the people who want those who collect the vintage like that is such a small niche audience of people who like go nuts for scratch and go nuts for you know warrior michelangelo metalhead whatever like, like those are that's a very niche audience of people. I mean, it's just not obtainable that. for the average collector. Yeah, and it's it's unobtainable, and it means nothing to most people because yeah. most people are like, "Well, I didn't grow up with that. I don't know what the hell yeah. this thing is." Like, you know, it's only for like weirdos like me who you know buy stuff like uh, you know Gatekeeper Rocksteady and stupid crap like that. Like, <laughs> like most people don't want that. Most people don't know what the hell that is. So it's like your your average toy collector, like turtles collector is only going to want the stuff that they have uh, an attachment to the stuff that they love. And even me, I'm only going to get the retro stuff that I want. Like I love Bebop and Rocksteady. So I'll get their variants, but I'm not buying like warrior metalhead Michelangelo. I'm not, I'm not getting that stuff and I'm not getting him in the super seven line. Cause it's like, I don't need this. I got metalhead. I got Michelangelo. I'm good. I don't, I don't need, you know, whatever this thing is. They just seem to think that everyone wants these like weird variants. I think most people just want the most popular figures from the vintage line. They just want to relive that vintage line. And that's, they don't realize that's what people want. And I am going to hundred percent agree with that. So I have definitely said very similar things to everything you just said. Like, it, yeah, I might, yeah, I might have ripped you off there. I have, no idea. <laughs> have you ever seen an interview with Brian Flynn early on when these figures started coming out? Yeah, I did. Uh, so Toy Bro that was and, one um, of the pixel dan and stuff yeah yeah so that was one of the things that he hit on is he's like with some of these lines we're putting out the figures that we want in again when you're a small niche company that's fine you know what i mean like when you're not that huge that's one thing but 
this line has really exploded. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I don't think they ever were prepared for what ultimates were going to do for them. And that's something we can get into definitely later. It just seems like, like super seven just really was getting a little bit self indulgent in some of their things, because that's the thing, like with waves that have just been announced, they were in the pipeline probably a couple years ago. You know what I mean? Like they, they, I can't, it was like two years ago. They said they had like, 11 waves already planned out or something like that so this had already been thought out a while ago and yeah. it just did seem like it's getting to the point where like you said i i don't think there is in touch with certain fandoms as they think they are and that's you you hit the nail on the head there to where i don't have nostalgic appeal for scratch even though i was surprised at how much i did like that figure when i got in hand he is one of the better figures they've done like yeah. it, it's it's one of the few figures from that line that i look at and i just don't go back in time when i see it and yeah. the warrior michelangelo metalhead whatever it is that's probably going to be the first easy pass for me not just because of the figure that it is that i don't care about and i mean i know he is one of the most valuable vintage figures there is probably but like the metalhead so i said in the first four waves i didn't have a lot of qc issues or really any Metalhead is definitely the worst engineered figure of those first four waves, in my opinion. He is the one that does kind of have loose hips and stuff like that. He's kind of hard. I I don't know. He never really falls over, but I can really only get him standing in a very balanced position if I want to get him in like an action pose or something like that. So I have to have him bent I have to have him bent over like an old man. Like he's bent over, like he has back problems. (laughs) So that metalhead will definitely just based off. I have no faith that they're going to do anything about the issues. I'm assuming they're just going to pour the same or new plastic in the old mold. Again, gorilla gorilla. I could see myself getting sucked into the hype, but I think that's going to be my first pass. And once I decide I'm not going to be a completionist and I do pass on my first thing from there, like then I probably will just start picking and choosing and stuff like that because I'm at the point now where I collect so much shit, I can't just buy everything. So I am starting to kind of refocus and just buy things that like have meaning or feel special to me. So as someone that had stated that I was probably going to be all in on this line for as long as it went out after the last figures we just got and after the announcements that are coming, I don't know if that's going to be the case for me going forward. Yeah. I, I know it's not for me. I, for one, I, I've never bothered with the, uh, the special figures in each wave. There's always that like bonus fifth figure. Like yeah. I didn't get glow Baxter. I've had so many opportunities to get glow in the dark mutagen, man. There's a store by me that's selling them for like 40 bucks and they have like two of them, but I'm, I'm always I'm like, you know, I could just grab that. There's two voices in my head, and they're both telling me no. One of them saying, you don't have any room for that damn thing. And the other one's like, you know, once you get that one, you're going to want Glow Baxter. You're going to want Glow Foot Soldier. You're going to want Flock Splinter. You're going to want all that. So I'm like, I'm not going to get any of these bonus figures, because if I get one, I'm going to want them all. And I know I don't actually care about any of them. So I'm just mainline for this figure, uh, for this, uh, you know, this whole line. I like that metalhead, the, 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 you know, the Michelangelo metalhead thing is the fifth figure. We get four actual figures, even though I don't, I didn't want ro- uh, robotic bebop again. That's like a later form of the original one. And I have the original robotic bebop and rock steadies from the playmates line. They're cool, 
mostly because they're fully vac metal. Like yeah. when they're not vac metal, they're not much to look at. Uh, I I just don't think anyone really wanted uh, robotic bebop. Like we only get four unique characters, well, three unique characters per wave because we always get one turtle. And there's we're getting like what two or three waves a year. So it's like could you not waste that on bebop and rocksteady variants already like so like i hate to sound like a broken record but like instead of getting bebop and rocksteady variants could we just get rat king could we get you know fugitoid could we get characters that are like big turtles characters that people remember and people want rather than just getting this like how about we get some wave fours other than sergeant bananas how about we get ground chuck and dirtbag or worm or something like how about we get some wave fives if you want if you're gonna throw in scratch and just skip wave four and five and go straight to six. Uh, why don't we get, you know, hothead? Why don't we get uh, King Lionheart or something? So like Bebop and Rocksteady getting, we already need to get a turtle variant every wave apparently. And like just putting Bebop and Rocksteady variants in there too, is like, we're only getting two unique characters per wave. That is until we get to wave eight. And wave eight is the biggest pile of crap. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be great figures. Uh, you know, Genghis Frog looks awesome. He actually looks yeah. a lot better. And the vintage figure was kind of dopey. He, like, I love it. I have nostalgia for it. But it was a little dopey. He looks a lot cooler, I think, for theirs. That alt head of the tongue coming out is freaking yeah. awesome. Also. It, he he hits that plus, I feel like you're looking he for, too. Because he looks like he's got a lot of bumps on him and stuff so like textured. that. So, yeah. yeah. I would definitely but, say he's the standout figure. He is. We got uh, Space Cadet Raph, which he looks good, but, you know, it's the turtle variant. I expect the turtle yeah. variant each wave. It's like, they're kind of like the, you know, the Passover figure. And then we have Robotic Rocksteady immediately after Robotic Bebop. Like, they're obsessed with like, oh, you got to finish the series. You got you can't have Robotic Bebop without Robotic Rocksteady. But they still have never given us Undercover Don. They right. just skipped him entirely because they wanted to do soft goods undercover ref because that's the more valuable undercover character but it's the one nobody has nostalgia for everyone remembers don with that mask and the bang yeah. gun and everything it, it's just like i i don't want robotic bebop already i definitely don't care about robotic rocksteady also and they look cool you know they look like cool figures but they're not vac metal and that's what made the originals mm -hmm. they're such niche figures from the original line a lot of people didn't know about them NECA already did good like cartoon versions of them and stuff it's like like i would so much rather just have a unique character there and then the biggest offender is this isn't a bonus figure this isn't like the fifth extra thing you can get if you feel like it and you're rolling in dough this is like part one of the four main figures in the line is the exact same damn shredder figure we already have but all the blue is silver i would and say that's the, yeah that's the most egregious <laughs> like repaint rehash that they've done so far because it's not even based off anything like when they redid the tune figure they painted his chest right yeah, they painted his chest, and I want to say like his, uh, well, his crotch area, for lack of yeah. a better word, like that area. They painted it, I think, all that gray color that it is in the cartoon. So yeah. when you put the belt on, it looked like he was wearing the cartoon outfit. Yeah, exactly. For, for so, he's just shirtless. He's like, yeah. So apparently, this was going to be a repaint they were going to release later in the original line and they never did it was canceled because it's okay. stupid that's why and <laughs> for some reason super seven's like oh well, it's a great idea let's release it because it's it's unreleased previously so it's it's you know it's we're real collectors but it's like 
And you know, the sad thing is I've actually seen some people like you're allowed to like it, but some people actually defended this figure when I talked badly about it in my video. And they were like, you know, I think it's a cool, very, you don't have to get it if you don't want to and stuff. It's like, I, I know I don't, I, I will not get it. That's the first mainline figure I am not getting from super seven. I, I hate that that's being released as a main figure. I wouldn't mind that at all. If it was the fifth figure, yeah. like if it was just like the bonus figure, but this is like, we could have gotten another character. And I know theoretically we probably wouldn't have, cause it would have taken them way longer to sculpt another character. I don't know. Maybe put one of the wave nine characters in there and not announce wave nine, three years before it launches. Like they love to do. Like if they just slowed down with announcing stuff and just, you know, worked harder on each, making sure each wave was a good, complete, you know, product, I think I'd be a lot happier with Super 7. But, you know, you have stuff on pre-order, you're waiting a whole year for it to show up. And within that year, there's like four more waves shown off. I don't know how old, I might be dead by the time Wave 9 comes out. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't freaking know. So, I don't know, they're just... That, that shredder just that like almost killed the line for me when they showed that off. When I saw wave eight, I almost pulled the plug on super seven, especially since like I had been waiting for wave five for like a year by the time that was shown off. It was like, or like not a year, but probably about like nine months. So, but like they're, they're, they're announcing a wave I don't care about and the other figures aren't even coming and stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done with super seven. But, you know, getting Wave 5 and Wave 6 in hand and then seeing Wave 9 definitely breathed some life back into this uh, this line. Because, I mean, not only did can you see just from Wave 5 to Wave 6 that the QCSUs got a lot better uh, in Wave 6, but Wave 9 had a, had a pretty awesome lineup. <laughs> so well, what do you think about Wave 9? Yeah, it seems like things were going bad with the announcements from 7 and 8 and then they just called an audible and they're like all right we're going back to what we were doing before because that's what was working like wave 8 like you said it, it definitely didn't kill the line for me but i saw that and i'm like okay there's only four figures one is a repaint and we only i mean robotic bebop is which one is that now i can't remember if it's robotic or, that one yeah. yeah i can't remember which one's which so again, a figure that nobody is excited about, and we have one mainline figure and then a turtle variant. So the way I'm looking at that, two figures that most people are probably going to be in on. And yeah. since the two waves before that were both fives, it just looked like this might be the twilight of the line. And that's just yeah. really what bummed me out because in my opinion, if that was it, it's because they made bad choices for that to happen. You know what I mean? The first four waves, they were doing well. There's nobody had much negative things to say up to that point. It wasn't until five and six started hitting and then seven and eight got announced that, I don't know, it just seems like there's just kind of been a changing tide when it comes to these figures. But when wave nine came out, I feel like almost everybody was just right back into it. Everybody was so stoked yeah. on these figures because again, they're, doing the figures they should be doing they're giving us mainline figures if you want to throw one subline in there if you want to throw one repaint in there as a fifth figure that's one thing but for each wave we need to be getting like three mainline figures so we can knock this out like you said there are very gaping holes in this especially wave two so we don't have rat king like you mentioned and yeah. he's definitely one of my top most wants we don't have Usagi, and he. Usagi, I'm, a, yeah. I'm assuming he's probably a Stan Sakai issue trying to get the licensing for that figure, because otherwise, I feel like he probably would have been out pretty early. And he's then, a fan I, favorite. So. Oh, easily, yeah. 
Trag, I'm pretty sure we're still missing for that yep. wave, which again, you know, if they the horsemen do what the horsemen do, Trag could be a super sick figure. He could and be then, the best figure in the line, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think like... he has a ton of potential. So in with the amount of figures that have been announced, so we have two waves for next year, this year, which is 2023. We have one for wave or one for 2024 essentially announced. So we'll get one more in 2024. We're talking 2025 here possibly before we even have wave two complete at this point yeah it's the biggest just peeve of this line so far for me is again i'm a huge raft fan i think that the undercover raft figure is one of my favorite figures in the line but it was unnecessary and threw off the trajectory for what should have happened it's we're not going to get undercover donnie until probably 2026 at the earliest at this point i can't see him or maybe i guess 2025 would probably be the earliest that just annoys me because again we have three of the figures from that subline just give me the fourth that's what i want like you (laughs) know we want to complete things like you know what collectors want collectors collect to have a complete collection and that doesn't necessarily (laughs) mean having every figure it means having something that makes your collection feel complete to you. Well, you'll be able to complete your uh, robotic Bebop and Rocksteady collection. <laughs> Knock it right out in two waves. <laughs> Priorities, man. But I have to say, Wave 9, though, I'm so hyped. And it's a shame it's, you know, over a year away. Because as much as I, you know, complained about the, the screw loose, Wingnut and screw loose look so good. That's yeah. like... That wing nut, I know he's going to be a little more expensive. Again, like Screw Loose is like a full action figure, mm-hmm. so I'm fine with that. Like he looks even more articulated than like their uh, Joe Eyeball and Fish. Oh, he definitely sword. does. He looks like a figure, exactly. Yeah, and with the big wings and everything, I know Wing Nut is like just going to be a tremendous figure. I still find it weird that Robotic Bebop and Rocksteady are are not more expensive because those are big figures. They have a lot of accessories. Um, They're not at the seventy five dollar price point. No, Robotic Bebop's like the regular the regular price. So I was thinking like Gorilla Gorilla is $20 more than Robotic Bebop. Yep. And I'm like, I know he's going to be big, but not, not probably Okay, not you're right, because he was the first figure that they upcharged for, wasn't it? I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, that was the first time they did that. For some reason, and I was thinking... Because then the other interesting one from Wave 9 is Scumbug has a slight upcharge to him too. He's not quite yeah. as high, but I think he's like $10 more as well. I don't get that one at all, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, he looks awesome. Uh, one thing I have to say, I, I mentioned this in my, my Turtle Talk video, my video, when my channel was brand new. It bugs me, no pun intended, that they did this again. That, you know, when he appeared in the 87 cartoon series, they looked at the action figure and they didn't know what the hell they were looking at. So his stomach looked like a fucking cloud. Like it was like a purple cloud. <laughs> like he just had a, a nasty looking guts. And they did that in the NECA figure because they just looked at the cartoon and sculpted what they saw. Right. If you look at that original figure, I actually didn't notice this until probably around 2006 when I re-got the figure. My brother was looking at it one night and pointed it out. It's actually like little bug arms, like mandibles folded up against his belly. And I don't think anyone sees that out of the sculpt because there wasn't enough deco. You couldn't tell what you were looking at. And I was really hoping they'd finally make those arms like articulated this time around. And he, he'd have like, you know, six limbs. You have these little bug mandibles that you could move there. But they made it like blob, a blobby cloud again. And uh, that's a bummer, I think. that they, I, I would have expected the horsemen to, to actually study that sculpt better than like the 87 cartoon guys did. 
but I guess they still didn't know what the hell they were looking at. So Scumbug, technically he's not accurate to the vintage figure because he doesn't have those folded mandibles in this new one. He has like just a blobby, puffy cloud stomach. But yeah, he, he doesn't seem like he's going to be massive because, you know, he's just scumbug. I think he's, he's probably going to be around the size of like, I don't know, metalhead, probably like around there, maybe a little bigger. Yeah, he has an alt head. He comes with a lot of accessories, most of which are pretty small, like yeah. just little bugs and stuff. So I don't know why the hell, like how is Robotic, Rocksteady, and Bebop like normal price, but then Scumbug is like this astronomical price. It just doesn't really make sense to me. It's It almost feels like they're just picking and choosing at this point. Bebop and Rocksteady, the robotic ones, not only are they bigger, but they have like crazier deco and everything. Like they have like the metallic paint and stuff. And like, it just seems like, I don't know how those are cheaper than Scumbug because Scumbug's just an average figure. Uh, I, we might find out more about him as time goes on, but... Uh, I don't know, maybe maybe his wings actually open and he has sculpted wings down there that you can like articulate or something. I don't know. From what we've seen, he's just, you know, big version of the Playmates figure. So I just can't really figure out what the upcharge is there either. Because like you said, he has a lot of accessories, but they're really mm -hmm. small and the figure itself yeah. doesn't look that big. And we've gotten much bigger figures like the robotic <laughs> bebop and rocksteady so yeah it's just very very perplexing and i hope it's not a thing where they're testing the waters and they're like all yeah. right let's see how many people buy this figure and then we'll see if we can just start charging this price for these figures because there is going to be a breaking point for me with price when it comes to this line and again oh, maybe i'm not going to completely just bail on it but if they keep jacking up the prices i mean it's going to make me think even more about the figures i pick and choose to get from it and exactly again i i don't know necessarily how deep of a hole we want to go into this but it's something i definitely just want to talk about and i feel like i have to get it in is just super seven's business model in general like it just seems like to me if there is any company that could just abruptly go under one day <laughs> i feel like it's super seven i feel like they're i mean i'm not saying they're robbing peter to pay paul but I just feel like if you're taking pre-order money so far out in advance, they're not just saving that money. You know what I mean? They're spending that money. And like, and again, I feel like this is where the QC issues and everything is just kind of starting to come from. I feel like Super 7 just blew up too fast and they just had way too much growth and they still just keep throwing everything out there. And yeah. I don't know why they don't just try to slow down more. And like you said, why do they have to announce figures a year and a half ahead of time? Unless yeah. it's because they need that pre-order money now. Probably. I mean, they have their insurance plan, AKA the uh, reaction figures. <laughs> right. Weird. Yeah. The reaction figures, the packages look great and all, but like, I'm just, I'm never going to pay $20 for like a vintage star Wars style action figure. Uh, like, you know, that, that big, it's like, I could get a nicer figure at a happy as from a happy meal at McDonald's. Like, like it looks nice, but $20, like you can go after yourself, man. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not spending $20 on that little thing. Like I, I can get a loyal subjects figure for $20 and uh, a Motu origins figure and they're way more, but yeah, I, I, I don't want to accuse anybody of any sketchy, you know, business behavior. I don't know what they're doing. I, 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 yeah, I again, neither do I. This is 100% speculation. I have no yeah. idea what's going on at Super 7. Like, this is not, I'm just spitballing Everybody, Everybody's got to do the hustle. You got to do what you got to do. I, I appreciate it. I respect it. But it does seem like that's what they're doing. It does yeah. seem like they're they're putting out so many pre-orders 
just to get the stuff they already announced done. You know, they because they really quickly they went from being the guys who scooped up Mattel's abandoned projects and mm-hmm. started making them to like one of the big toy companies. Yeah. And uh, I think like that's just, it, they just bit off more than they could chew. You know, they've always done a lot of stuff. They did a lot of Godzilla. They did a lot of horror stuff, but like they've really just gone like, I don't want to say mainstream now, but they're getting there. Like I'd say NECA is mainstream. You walk yeah. into a target. NECA is, I know like, yeah, I do know that their business is much bigger than super sevens. is oh, because again, like, Yeah. They're inside a parent company. That's huge too. That owns, um, I guess Luke Cray and Kid Robot and all that other yeah. stuff too. So, I mean, NECA's been around. I don't. I actually don't know how long Super Seven's been around. NECA's been around a long time. I think it's like the late nineties. But so, they were doing like like I have reissues of the nineteen ninety three Nightmare Before Christmas like figures, collector figures. They made collector figures. They made back then. There's like a Bendy Jack Skellington, like a Sally you can take off her arms and legs and stuff. Um, they came out in ninety three when the movie was new. And in 2003, all NECA was doing was re-releasing those same molds uh, in new packaging. So it's like early on, that's the kind of stuff NECA was doing. They were like small scale, but they've come a long way from just re-releasing Hasbro toys from the 90s and stuff. So it's like Super 7, I don't know their origins like I do NECA. Uh, I don't know where Super 7 started. Uh, I believe they started with Godzilla. I want to say their first figures were Godzilla figures. So do you want to know, know do you want to know how Super 7 started? Do you want to know what the first thing they did was? Yes. They produced a magazine. It was a magazine oh, about wow. like Japanese toys and stuff like that and that's how Super 7 started. Oh, so I guess they covered Japanese kaiju mm-hmm. toys. That's why then, they ha- that's why they like their oh. vinyl crap so much and all their kaiju stuff. That's why because I'm pretty sure that's like the kind of stuff that that magazine covered and then i don't know what their first act, I'm, I'm assuming reaction had to have been what kicked off their action figure stuff i don't know i, I have no clue there but yeah, yeah well, they, do, they even do like halloween masks and shit they did like universal monster halloween masks and stuff no i didn't know that yeah they did a whole bunch of stuff they have like a really nice creature from the black lagoon one i kind of <laughs> want but <laughs> I, I don't I, I i didn't know about the magazine but i i knew they started with monsters like monsters yep. was their big thing at first and i think it, it was one of the first figures one. they put out was a kaiju thing i'm pretty sure i don't know if it okay. was godzilla but it was something like that i'm pretty sure okay but you know i really didn't start following them until they scooped up Mo, uh motu classics and even yeah. then, i didn't collect motu classics but i followed it i followed all pixel dan's you know chronicles of uh motu classics and all i know that was when i learned the name super seven was motu classics and then i knew they scooped up thundercats and then, you know, they started doing Turtles, and that's when I started actually collecting Super 7. They do a lot of lines, and a lot of them are really backed up. Thundercats is one of them. Like, Wave yeah. 2 took, like, came out after Wave 4, I think. There's, like, a Disney one they do, and, like, I, I have things to say about that. I'm never going to collect it. I don't think the figures look very good. Um, They're not getting reviewed well, either. Yeah, I mean, like, some of them the are, Robin like, Hood is- Especially people oh, are not yeah. happy with that figure. He doesn't even stand when you put him in yeah. the stork mode and stuff. But like the, the Pinocchio one, I get he's like a little boy, but he's like he's shorter than Mickey. He's like so small. And he's like like again, he's like a happy meal toy, but you're he's paying sixty dollars for him. <laughs> it's like, oh, but we gave him a bunch of accessories. Look, here's the little goldfish. It's like, okay, but Pinocchio sucks. Like, that's what I bought. I didn't buy an accessory right? pack, I bought Pinocchio. Well, I didn't, but you know what I mean. I think also like just charging that price for them is just a little ludicrous because Disney characters just aren't that detailed. They're so smooth and simplistic. Oh yeah, because they're a simple drawing. 
yeah, like, okay, if they make, like, Little Mermaid ones, you got me. I'll buy them. But, like, like if it's one I really like, like, I don't know, actually, because they announced the Nightmare Before Christmas ones this past Halloween that are coming out next Halloween, because, you know, wouldn't it be Super 7 if it wasn't a year in advance? Right. And I love the Nightmare Before Christmas. They have uh, Jack, Sally, and Oogie Boogie. Doing a Jack figure is just weird. He's like pipe cleaners. So it's yeah, I can't imagine so how skinny. Yeah, that's a that's a tall order for anyone, no pun intended. I got Lacey a Diamond Selects Jack Skellington figure, and I mean I'm not even joking. He probably has like a two millimeter width <laughs> in his arms and legs. Like he he's the only figure he could never stand without the stand he comes with. He's yeah. literally it's to call it an action figure is a stretch of the term for sure. I think even Sally would be hard to do because, like, she's tall and her her feet are so tiny. Like, she has these tiny little feet. Yep. They're like Oogie Boogie. You could do probably, yeah. But like, he's so girthy. Even then, he's got those little pillow feet. I don't know actually. Because Tim Burton, like, they all have little feet. They have t- he, right. he loves little feet. So that's the thing. Even though I'm saying, you know, I I saw the Nightmare Before Christmas Super Seven Ultimates. Like, I need to get those. I love Nightmare Before Christmas. I love you know the Turtles Ultimates. Like a month later or something, or later that month, NECA showed off they're doing Jack and Sally Ultimates right. too, and they look better, and yeah. they're going to be cheaper. <laughs> like, I, I kind of just decided, you know what? I think I'm just going to get the NECA ones. They're probably going to come out sooner also, because oh, NECA doesn't take as long. So it's like, I think they're not doing Oogie Boogie. I think only Super 7 is doing Oogie, which sucks, because I would like Oogie Boogie. But... I mean, NECA, they're not. They haven't done him yet. You know he's gonna come if Neck is doing the line. He's gonna. Yeah, come. if Neck is doing Jack and Sally, and Jack and Sally, like, they're some of the most marketable characters of all time. Like oh, if yeah. they put them out, like, everybody's gonna buy them. Every, every every goth girl is gonna buy them. Right. <laughs> everybody's gonna. Buy, I'm gonna buy them. Like everybody's gonna buy them. If they sell that well, then they're gonna do Oogie Boogie and the Mayor and all those characters. So it's like. I'm, I'm just going to get the NECA ones. I don't think I'm going to get the Super 7 ones at this yeah. point. So also, the Super 7 ones used a lot of soft goods. Like, the Jack was, like, again, he looked like a doll. Like, he was just mm-hmm. all soft goods to cover the joints and stuff. And I get with characters like Sally that, like, that helps a lot with the articulation and making the dress, like, soft soft goods. We'll we'll see. I don't know exactly what NECA's doing. They did very, like, you know, theatrical screenshots of them with lighting and stuff. But, like, right. it looked, they looked amazing. <laughs> but anyway, that's getting on to a whole other topic. So... Let's, I guess, wrap up our thoughts about Super 7 so far. Uh, I know we had a lot more to say. We wanted to rank our top 10 favorites and stuff, but there's yeah, just so much. Getting away from us pretty quickly here, so <laughs> we'll definitely hit Super 7 again. But like I said, I guess my final thoughts just, I mean, going into this year, like I said, Super 7 was definitely my favorite toy line, my favorite company. I loved how I could just pre-order them, and I knew they'd show up. There was no hunting like there was for NECA in coming into 2023 i feel about the opposite i feel much happier with neca at this point they're yeah. definitely i mean i the way i see things neca has taken all the feedback and improved where super seven like i said i just think they're juggling too many balls and something's yeah. gonna start falling here soon you know what i mean like again yeah. i'm not saying the company's gonna go under i'm not nostradamus here or anything but Something is going to get scaled back. I just can't see them continuing to operate the way they are another five years from now. And I mean, I'm basically the same issue, honestly. Like, go like the first half of this year, Super Seven was my favorite. I even said I did like a whole video, one of my hypothetical videos, where I was like, you know, this is my dream 
uh collector line it was like the the maverick boss characters from the mega man x games and then i went nuts and like drew prototype pictures of them <laughs> all this crap uh just let anybody know that's not real i'm not actually making those in there i said like you know i'd want them to be styled like the super seven ultimates because i said those were my favorite modern toys like you and now i'm i'm more in the NECA camp now than i am super seven i'm not saying like i like, yeah i love their 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 figures they look amazing but they're just they're taking so long and they're they're costing more and more and they're they're having a lot of issues and and there's even stuff i didn't touch on like i think they're overly packaged just to add price and i don't need that i could just do what boss fight studios did with like their bucky o'hare toys where it looks like a blister bubble but you just slide it off and take them out so you can always hmm. put them back in the, that's like everyone should be doing that package yeah I think Motu Origins did that for the collector box set of the different He-Man variants. But um, I think you're right on that one. I think you could slide the file card yeah, in and out, yeah. I'm pretty sure, on it, too. Yeah, That is an ingenious idea. Everyone yeah. should be doing that. But, um, exactly. And, I mean, Mc, and again, not to get too far off topic, but Todd <laughs> McFarlane did that when he first came out with the Spawn line. Like, exactly, that, that's not yeah. new things, you know what I mean? That worked then. It works now. Yeah. You know, Super 7, I see, I've watched a lot of interviews with the guys, and they seem like real cool dudes, actually. Yeah. They seem like, you Again, know, I have no personal beef with yeah. any of these people as humans. Again, the one thing YouTube has showed me is people on the other side of the screen are actual humans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I am a person. I have feelings. Like, I don't just disappear when you don't see me on YouTube. You know what I mean? I have yeah. no beef with Brian Flynn as a person or any of their other people. Awesome like, dude. they seem like nice dudes, exactly. Like, yeah. I know no ill intent to them personally like it is just the business side of things that i have issues with it's not personal it is business yeah it's a bit too personal for them because they're just making what they want to make yeah. and i think that's cool i love people making what they want to make it's one of the reasons i'm so happy making my own game not under right. a studio or something i get to do whatever the hell i want and no studio head's gonna tell me oh i don't, I don't like that take that out change that that's not gonna sell as well change to this but when you're doing something that's not your own, it's turtles and there's an expectation for it. One of the sculptors in a video straight in an interview, like I think last year, straight up said he hates pizza face. He's never doing pizza face. And he yeah, said he's, he's never doing that too. You know, a lot of people want pizza face. He's actually one of the most requested uh, in the line because he was such a crazy figure. And, so there was, uh, such a, there was a time for a while real quick. Where anytime I would look at anything posted by Seven, the same dude was in there every time, pizza face. Every post ever from Super Seven, this dude was in there, pizza face. Every yeah. single time. Everyone wants them. There's some people who are like diehard pizzas. I think everyone wants pizza face with the prototype like twin head on his the baby head. head on top. Yeah, little... yeah, everyone finally wants to own that. And I get it. I, I would love... Pizza Face was never one of my favorite characters, but I would love to get him because he would just make such an awesome, gross sculpt. And dude, I feel like he has the most potential for me to go from a figure that I don't really like in the Playmates line to a figure that I love in the Super yeah. 7 line. I totally agree with you on that one. I feel like they could really bring that one out. They could. They definitely have the potential. He's like, he's almost more like a Toxic Crusaders toy than he is a Ninja Turtles toy, really. Um, not to get too caught up on, on a pizza face, though. So we just want to wrap this up. Like I said, we have a lot more to say about Super 7, but this could go on forever. I think we got the general gist down of what we wanted yeah. to say. Super 7, we, we, we love their figures, and we have a big problem with their figures. Yeah. Simply put. <laughs> The one thing that you just reminded me of real quick that I, I don't understand how we just went over an hour and I never once brought up the four horsemen, but 
all the credit in the world to those guys. They oh, yeah. are really the magic behind those lines. And They're I'm the like, best sculptors in the business. Yes, exactly. They are the best sculptors far and away. I'm pretty sure they still do things the old school way. I'm pretty sure they are still hand sculpting stuff. Oh, they are. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And I mean, that is really the beauty of this line. And again, I know Super 7, they are your figures, but I just really want to shout out the Horsemen. Like, they yeah. are the people that, again, really, we owe the credit to for how beautiful these figures look. Muckman would not be the masterpiece he no. is if the Horsemen weren't doing him. No. So, yeah, the Horsemen are just, they're just amazing. So, yeah. So, uh, sorry I waited that long to give you guys credit. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, credit where the credit is due. But, right. yeah, I'm, I'm just staying hopeful that they'll that you know wave nine is a sign of things to come and they're learning the yeah. lessons and they're improving the line so I'm hoping so too i got a little bit of faith that they're going to turn it around the only issue is you just got to fix the qc stuff because again Definitely. a couple bad waves wave is six, one thing if you don't wave six correct, feels it feels like they're getting there it feels like yeah. they're gonna get there yeah. you know so we'll see we'll get some wave seven figures in hand 2024 we'll find out <laughs> yeah when we're <laughs> when we're old and gray we'll come back and, and right. tell you. all right signing off guys have a good night. All right. Take it easy, man. Peace. Peace.